Well, this headline caught my eye. Canada's archives buys book owned by Hitler. Uh, to get more insight on exactly what this book is about, Michael Kent joins us. He's curator of the Jacob M. Lowy Collection at the Library and Archives of Canada. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, before we get into the specifics of the contents of the book that you bought, give us some background on uh, the title of the book, the book's story, where it came from, and how the National Archive learned of its existence. Sure thing. If it's all right, I'll, uh, I'll translate the, uh, the German uh, titles and statements directly into English. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we were to mention the title in English, it would be called The Statistics, Press, and Organizations of the Jewry of the United States and Canada. It's compiled by Heinz Kloss, who is a very noted German linguist and academic who worked professionally for uh, research institutions that supported the Nazi regime. It's part of a confidential series that they prepared specifically on overseas communities. And uh, on the cover of this report, there's a a note indicating that this is for official use only, and, and by official use, we mean for the Nazi regime. If we were to open this report and start reading it, it comes across very much as a census giving information about how many Jews lived in what city, um, their linguistic background, their background before coming to Canada. And it's rather shocking that, well, yes, uh, it focuses on the major communities such as Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg. Um, you know, equal attention was put to, to um, capture Jews who lived in places like uh, Glace Bay and Trois-Rivières. Would that lead to the uh, authenticity of this? Because I know the uh, you know the Nazis were uh, well versed in keeping very detailed, accurate records. Yeah, the Nazis were um, exceptional researchers. They employed uh, many high-end academics with PhDs, with medical degrees, um, and it, it's not shocking that a report like this would uh, exist. Actually, and there are similar reports on other countries. Uh, one of particular note is the referred to as the Nazi Black Book on Great Britain. Um, in terms of the authenticity, how we know it belonged to Adolf Hitler, if you opened the book on the inside of the front cover, there's an ex libris or a book plate with Hitler's name on it and his personal insignia. And this book plate appears in other known Hitler books, such as those in the collection at Library of Congress. Any idea on how uh, the info of this book was co- was compiled and collected? Were Nazis coming to Canada and, and the U.S., or did they have informants here? H- how did they get the information? So Heinz Kloss, who's the author, actually did field work in the United States in 1936 and 1937. And during that time, he developed many contacts in North America, particularly among Nazi sympathizers in the United States. Uh, and as a researcher throughout his career, he was very good at developing relationships with other researchers who were able to help provide him information. Um, in terms of some of the sources that were made accessible to him, included the 1931 Canadian census. So right from our government? Yes. Wow. That certainly is uh, is is shocking material. I think the most shocking thing for you know many listeners and myself is the fact that you know, uh, we are well versed in, you know, the Second World War and what Hitler was doing in Europe and his plans, you know, because we've watched so many shows and there's been, you know, uh, so many books about this. But I, I think a lot of us thought that he didn't have his sights set on Canada. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I love about being a librarian is every day I come into work and I, I learn new things. And uh, I mean, this was quite shocking for myself. Um 
And we often talk about the Holocaust as a European event. Mm. What this document reveals to us is that it's not so much that the Holocaust is a European event, but it's an event that didn't have the opportunity to spread outside of Europe. Um, the Nazi uh, hatred for Jews and desire to rid the world of Jews was truly a, a global desire. Give us some um, background on uh, how, the, how the National Archive learned of this book's existence. Did someone approach you, or did you hear about it through the grapevine? Sure thing. Um, as a, a librarian who focuses in acquisitions, yes, a, a large part of my job is um, dealers reaching out to me, either with catalogs, with offers. Uh, however, over time, you start to learn who are the major dealers, and I've learned to start following some of these people through either their private blogs or their private social media feeds, as sometimes they'll get excited about an acquisition and they'll mention it there before it appears in their store or one of their formal catalogs. So we saw this item listed uh, in the blog of a reputable Judaica dealer who we deal with regularly. And it happened to be, uh, we saw this a couple days before I was leading to the conference for the Association of Jewish Libraries. So I went to that conference and discussed with a few other librarians um, who also deal with Judaica. Uh, and we sort of all agreed that given the content of this document, it was something that should be in a national library for one of the two countries mentioned, as we believed we could create the correct context for it. So when I returned to Ottawa, I reached out to the dealer and we started a conversation about acquiring it here for our collection. And what is the main importance of this acquisition for our national archives? I think it's, there's two aspects to it. One is we live in a, a period of time where uh, awareness about the Holocaust is sharply declining. And at the same time, Holocaust denial is on the rise. And also we're, we're seeing a rise in xenophobia uh, throughout Western societies. And what this document does is not only does it contribute to our awareness about the Holocaust and more nuanced understanding of Canada and the Holocaust, it demonstrates that what might seem like a far-off conflict or might seem like a far-off tragedy is something that can quite legitimately spread to Canadian soil. Now, I understand that this book will be on view this Sunday. It's part of the International Holocaust Remembrance Day commemoration at the Library and Archives in Ottawa. Obviously, most people listening right now aren't going to be in Ottawa on Sunday, but you have plans to digitize the book. Tell us about when we can expect to be able to go on to the National Archives website and take a look. Sure thing. Um, as always, I mean, once you, you start the digitization process, you know, Anything can slow that down. Um, we'll return the book to our digitization team after the event this Sunday, and we're, we're hopeful in the not-too-distant future, and we will send out um, publication to promote that once it happens. Michael, thank you so much for shedding some light on this uh, recent acquisition. It's, a, it's an unusual one, but it's definitely an important one. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for uh, contributing to the uh, raising of Holocaust awareness here in Canada. Our pleasure.